ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast again to another episode of the Raider and the Saint podcast. This is episode 103. I'm back at the studio, aka the dungeon, aka the lab. Uh, once again, uh, I apologize for this late podcast. Uh, some things came up, but I, I managed to be able to get in here on a Monday night. So this podcast should be up Tuesday morning. Once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for all the support. It's been an honor to be on this podcast and to be able to uh, just talk and just give my, my thought and, and my opinion on on everything from the Illuminati to COVID to, uh, you know, who who knows what else I've been talking about. But my guest today, before I bring him in, I want to thank my past guest, Johnny, a.k.a. Bob the Builder, Constantine. Wish I had more time to talk with you, sir, but two hours was pretty good. Can't wait to get you back on. Uh, it was uh, it was fun to get you on, and I've talked with you amongst other friends. I never really got to uh, get to know you one-on-one, and you're, you're a cool cat, man. And thank you for supporting the Raider and the Saint podcast. A couple shout-outs. Shout-out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you guys are looking to buy, sell, trade, um, you can hit them up at 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. Also, shout out to my boy, Freddie Morales, who uh, recently started his own business uh, in, in realtoring, loan officer. If you're looking to buy, sell, uh, refinance, hit him up at Freddie, F-R-E-D-D-Y, at GrovesCapital.com. Groves, you spell G-R-O-V-E-S, Capital.com. So, uh, you know, I'm going to get right to this podcast because uh, we're limited in time. My guest is a returning guest. He's a good friend of mine. He's a very busy man. So we got about a good hour of him back on the show. Mike Vega, welcome to the show, man. The mic is yours. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? I'm that, doing I'm doing good, man. I know you're in a hurry, man. I, I'm, oh, it's all you good, know. bro. You know, I mean, yeah, I hauled ass at work today to get in here and do it. It's kind of been a while. I, I should have done it a while ago. You know, 
But I'm glad to be back on here, dude. Glad to see you again. And uh, I guess we'll just. You're a busy man, dude. You're yeah, you're dude. a family man, dude. You're always you're always with your family. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're out there in the streets. Yeah, eating exactly. Kulo. <laughs> Checking out the kulos, though, you know, while we're cruising, you know. But yeah, I'll man. say that, though. I won't be able to go to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, shit. Where do you go to the liquor store, dog? <laughs> I'll be back. You're right. gone three hours later. But yeah, dude. So, like I said, it's good to be back here. I know the last time I was on here, I was talking about the trip I was going to head to to Mexico with my family and stuff. So I like to touch base on that. It's cool with you, man. Yeah, you were back. You went to Mexico recently. Tell me, tell me your story. Oh yeah, so I hadn't gone in like twenty years, and my dad used to like take us down there and live there for a month. Like I mentioned in the last show, I was here. So I have a lot of family down there. There's a lot of memory, like for me, as far as the streets, my dad's house, and my grandma's house, my aunt's house. Like I, I know how to get around over there. And like. Heading down over there, man, it was just, well, it was pretty easy, man. Like, I crossed through San Diego. There's this thing called, like, CBX, where you, like, buy, like, some tickets. And they it's like a it's like a big hallway, bro, like 100 yards, where you cross the border from San Diego. And you end up, like, at the, at the Tijuana Airport, which is what I did. I flew f- out of TJ to Michoacan. And, like, the flight was great, man. I had, like, first-class seats, me, my lady, my son. I had a few shots, a few drinks on the airplane. And, like, I took some uh, some vape pens, some, like, marijuana vape pens, you know, kind of like the one you got right now. And uh, it was cool because, like, I thought my lady had put them, like, in her, like, makeup bag in our, in our luggage. And she's like, no, I got it on me while we're on the plane. I was like, what? Well, let me see that shit. You know, I'm already buzzed. They let you two take sh- that on the plane? Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't even know she had it, dude. And, like, I was like, well, you got it? I was like, well, she's like, no. And I was like, no, let me see it. I was like, yeah, I'll <laughs> go to the restroom. And it was cool because some, like, stinky old man, dude, like, walked by me. And I was like, oh, shit, he's going in the restroom. Like, real stinky, dude. Like, sweat. Like, B.O. And I was like, shit, I'm going to go right after that guy. So I get up. I'm waiting. I go in there, dude, and I take a rip out of that pen. And I'm, like, holding it in, trying to ghost it, you know? So it won't be too smoky, and I blow it out of my nose, take my time. I'm like, cool, dude. This old lady goes in behind me, and she doesn't smell. I'm like, fuck yeah, you know? I'm on their plane now. I'm just fucking stoned, dude. And, you know, my lady's there, my son's there. I'm fucking looking out the window, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I'm way up here, dude. I was like, almost gave myself a panic attack. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, close that. Close the window. I told my son to close the window, son. You know, and I was like, so just to start off my trip, it was great, you know? Like, I've never been stoned on a plane, so... That was awesome, man. But, like, for me, like, to get back there, not being there for so long. Isn't it, though, before we get to there, isn't it nerve-wracking to be, look at, I've, I, I've been on the plane, okay, and I, I've had some blow ski before I got on the <laughs> plane. I've been drunk. I've been high. You uh, know, yeah. different episodes. And we is probably the worst. It just, it get, once you're, you feel cool, you get and you sit down. And then once you feel that engine of the plane taking off oh, yeah, and you feel the torque and all that, it just it makes you feel so small. I don't know what it is. And it takes off and then and then your ears start popping and you just feel your heart like when the plane moves, your your heart stays still, but your body's moving and 
I, I had a panic attack, dude. Like, I wanted them to drop the plane. Like, hey, land the plane right now. Dude, I almost gave I myself go. one, dude. I was, like, kept looking out the window, and I was like, how the hell are we up here? Like, just tripping on the whole, like, airplanes flying. And I'm way up, you know, like, miles. Or I don't know how far I'm up there, dude. At least 15,000 feet. And I'm like, shit, I'm up here with my family. Like, dude, why did I take this big risk? I was, like, kind of second-guessing myself. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, now nah, everything's cool. I started looking at the stewardesses and. They're looking all comfortable, you know. And so I, was like, I started. I started talking to the guy next to me. First, I ordered a, a double shot of Jack and Coke, and then I talked to the guy. I go, "Hey, man." I go, "I don't know what's going on. I, I've I've flown multiple times. I go, I'm having a, a, an episode right now." <laughs> he goes, "Oh, okay. Is it cool if, you, if we talk?" He was reading a book. He goes, "Yeah, cool." And we just started talking. And about 30 minutes, it, and it was only an hour flight too. It wasn't like it's a six-hour flight. Yeah, dude. So. About 30, 35 minutes in, uh, it went away. The alcohol kicked in, and you know it was. But it was, it was the first time, dude. And and, there, and I've gone on it in the past. After that, and I was okay. You know, I was able able to handle it. I just wouldn't do certain uh, certain things before I get on that plane, dude. Yeah, like I probably wouldn't have an edible, dude. Edibles kind of like I know people who do paranoid. that. I don't think I think I'd probably have a panic attack up there, dude. Because my flight was three hours or like two hours and forty five minutes, and I took that rip like for the last hour. I was like, all right, we got about an hour. I was like, dude, I'll fucking and like when I like trip myself out, I'm gonna ask the lady. I was like, you know what? Give me another beer and another shot. So like that first day I got there, I landed in Guadalajara. And uh, I had I had already rented a car. Everything was like set, so like, you know, I got the shuttle to take me to get my car. And my sister met me there because I didn't know how to get to Guadalajara to my dad's hometown. I could have like mapped it, whatever, but I was like, no, nah, Heidi, like, just come get me. And so my sister and my mom like met me at the airport, and I followed him. And our first night, we like stopped by this restaurant, and like nothing was familiar to me i was like golly is this it and everything like seemed a lot more narrow to me now that i'm older and sidewalks are real narrow and we had like this restaurant and i called it a night after that i was like you know what i'm kind of like tired like i had i was like already feeling hungover and so i went you know stayed in our in our uh suite it was a really nice hotel dude in samora and it's looking as you're like i'm like overlooking like one of the biggest churches in Mexico. It's like this huge church. And that's one thing about Mexico. Like their churches are huge. And um, it's really nice. The architecture is really nice. I think that's something that's really underestimated over there. But like I said, churches are like something that people like, every, like most majority of people in Mexico are Catholic. They're all Catholic. And religion is something that, you know, they hold really close to their heart over there. And, uh, so you were the first day you got there. What time did you go uh, go back to the hotel? You started feeling like hungover. nine, like nine p.m. You and start. Like, what time did you start drinking? Well, fuck. When I start, when I got in the airplane, it, well, you know, like when I flew over there, it's over there. It's two hours ahead of time. Oh, okay. So it was kind of weird like that. But I started drinking on the airplane. I think our flight was like at noon, bro. And so that's when I started drinking. I was like, when I got there, I was like, all right, I'm over it. But then the next day I wake up and I drive down to, I'm driving down to my mom's house, my dad's house down there. And a lot of stuff's changed. Like a lot of the road has been paved now. And like, so my mom's like, and I'm like sitting in the street and I'm like, nah, this isn't the way. I was like, no, nah, I remember going over this little bridge and and I was like, and I'm sitting on the side of the road. And How I many years mom, ago has it been since you've been there? Like 20. 
20 years, dude. And uh, so I'm like, this isn't the way. I don't remember this being the way. And, and like, my mom's all, see, Miko, keep going for it. I was like, no, mom. And so I asked these people, I was like, hey, is this, esta la calle Abril? Like, you know, April mm-hmm. Street. And they're like, see. Sí. I'm like, okay, so I keep going. And it's like, mom, I was like, I see you. And I was like, what? This, and then I was like, all right, I went the back way. Like, I, I was like, all weird. But that wasn't paved the last time I was there. So it was different to me. So I get to my mom's house. And my mom's got this beautiful house down there, like, it's all renovated it's big like she made a guest house in the back for just for me and my lady and my son because she doesn't want to stay at that suite or she's like you can just stay here it's cool and uh so i get there and right away as soon as i park in front of my mom's house like i see two dudes like sitting in the corner like local bums you know and i go to the store like it's kind of like a bodega and the lady like lives on top of the bodega she's got a nice house and it's weird because her brother is here, and I've played s- adult soccer with her brother. You know, like, it's weird. Like, a lot of people from that town are here in Anaheim, which is crazy. And, like, my dad, when people used to come here, like, first migrate here, like, my dad was the guy that would sell them cars. Like, my dad would sell them a car, you know, to get their feet under themselves, you know. And my dad would just buy cars and, like, sell it to them, not making money, like, just being a cool ass dude you know and uh so there's a lot of history for me there and when i got there this guy's like i told him hey what's up man i was like do you know like, what part of the town again Hakona. Hakona. it's like five minutes from samoa which is like the bigger city and i get there and i'm like hey man do you want a beer and he's like yeah i was like all right man well you want to go get us some beers i give him money he walks across gets some beers and another guy shows up. He's kind of looking at us. And I'm like, hey, who's that dude looking at us, man? He's like, oh, it's just some regular dude. I'm like, we'll get him a beer, too, then. And I get him a beer. And they end up drinking with me. And I was like, well, do you guys know me? I was like, my dad, my dad's Alfredo Vega. They're like, which one? The big one? Or like, the, you know, I was like, my dad's the older one. I was like, that's his house. And I was like, I'm, you know, his kid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we know all your family. And I was like, yeah, my cousin. Like, I have one of my aunts there has, like, 17 children. 11 of them are boys. Six of them are girls. So she's got like a full soccer team. This is my dad's sister. And uh, so when I get there, this kind of fucks me up, dude, because I kind of start getting emotional. I'll start crying and shit because I haven't gone over there in a long time. And I start walking. I'm going to walk to my aunt's house, mm-hmm. which is like a block away. Everything's real narrow there again. And I'm walking, and I see this lady with like thick like eyebrows. I'm like, golly, that's, man, those are like my dad's eyebrows. I'm getting closer and like she's looking at me like wow who's this kid and I'm like oh shit that's my aunt and I was like Dia and she's like Michael she's like oh oh fuck I just kind of like started crying you know yeah, you haven't seen her in 20 years back and now I have like gray hair you know like my goatee's all gray and shit oh shot out no I'm not like that <laughs> just but I'm kidding. just like fucking just old now you know and they're like oh god to see you and I have my son they're like whoa your son's like you when you were little you know, and so I got all emotional, and I'm like, fuck it, you know what? I walked to my cousins, I'm like, hey, do you know, let's hire a band, like una banda, a norteño, dog. And he's like, all right, I can give them for two hours, but they got to be somewhere after those two hours. I'm all right, well, after them, get a banda, like a whole banda with, like, 12 people. And the first night, I, like, just tell a few people, like a few of my cousins, like the guys that were building that guest house in the back of my mom's, uh, you know, her backyard, they're my cousins. Like, they build stuff out there. 
And I was like, hey, tell everybody that I'm going to have, like, this big old carne asada and I'm here and I'm going to have music. And dude, like, everybody showed up, dude. My padrino, you know. Like, everybody showed up. Like, all my family. There was seriously, bro, like, 40 of us. Like, we closed off the street. And I had live music out there till, like, midnight. And my mom told my Nino, like, you know, make sure you follow him home. Because he lives in Samona. And that's where my hotel was. So he, like, chilled. And it was just a beautiful night, dude. Like, my, my chick was like, whoa. Like, couldn't believe, like, how big of a family I have. Like, she, she doesn't really have, she's, like, Mexican, but she doesn't really have family in Mexico. Like, she does, but, you know, everyone kind of struggles there. My family's really well off there. And, like, I know last time we were on this podcast, we were talking about racism here in America. Well, fuck, dude. Like, in Mexico, it's just as bad, bro. Like, even amongst my family, I, I like, saw it. Like, you know, because some of my family's, like, dark. But, like, my, my dad's side, they're all really light. And, like, with, like, green eyes and, like, blonde hair and shit. And my chick noticed it, dude. Like, like, cause one of my cousins was like, hey, Mike, you know, you used to be a lot lighter when you were younger. And I was like, well, you know, prima, I'm always in the sun, you know. Mm-hmm. So shit like that kind of, like, hurt me to see that shit, you know. Because, you know, like. I haven't seen none of them in so long. I just wanted to have a great time with all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me to like, they were kind of like, oh my, you know, I'm glad you're here. And now we're glad to see you. And it kind of sucks because my dad's sick now. I wish I would have gone there with my dad. And my mom was there, you know, like I said. But just like the level of respect that people had for my dad and like what they were telling me out there like oh dad mike if your dad was here this is where we would be and i'd be like well fuck it let's go then like you know show me where my dad would be right now let's go you know we'd go watch you know the guys the local soccer team play and we'd sit there with like dude like 324 packs just like doing shit my my dad would do like it's just weird dude like I knew my dad was always a great man, like, but to hear it from other people, like, being like, hey, Mike, you know, not because we're working here on your mom's land, and, like, they're like, dude, your dad was, like, 100%, they're like, my deal, like, because they're my cousins, you know, they're like, my deal was, like, badass, dude, like, he always took care of my mom's mom, his family, you know, like, old school shit, bro, that. I know I can't be half the man my dad was. And, like, I won't, like, shit that fucked me up. I was, like, when I was driving with my lady, I was, like, look, I'm going to ask this guy if he remembers me. Some guy that was, like, selling uh, corn. Depending on the season, he either sells corn or gabonzo beans. And I pull over and I go, hey, señor, usted conoce mi papá? And he goes, si, mijo. And, like, he tells me, get off the car. He was, like, last time I saw you, you were, like, this big, like, little kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn, it's crazy they all remember you. And my chick's like, golly, like, she's just tripping out, dude. Like, because she's never, like, you know, ever, like, been to Mexico, like, the way I've been. And, like, so, and I told her, I was like, well, I'm going back in January, actually. Like, the, like New Year. Mm-hmm. I'm going for my birthday. And my one of my cousins invited my wife to be in her wedding. Which is pretty cool, you know, like. When's the wedding? In January. Oh, okay. Like, January uh, 
I think the 28th or 20, 20, 29th or something like that. Man, they party for like five days, dude. Yeah, the, the weddings over there are weird. Like, it's like a whole, like, because she's like my mom's side of the family. My mom's side of the family, they're like farm people. Like, street farm, bro. Like, farmhouse. Like, back to that, like, one of the first meals I had there that was really good because I couldn't really eat there. Like, I couldn't get used to the food, you know? So, like, the first two days I didn't really eat well. And then I went to Really? Go, you didn't like the food? Like, it's just different. It's more gamey, you know? It's more fresh. I couldn't get used to it, bro. Like and I, was, the tacos? And I was drinking a lot. Yeah, and I was drinking a lot, partying. But like one of the first good meals I had, we went to go visit my 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 prima. It's my mom's niece. And they live like in the farm, like in the farmlands, bro. And my dad has a lot of land in the farmlands. So we went over there and she's like killed a chicken like right off the you know, right off her farm. Killed it, bam. Like within that chicken was alive like 15 minutes ago, and now it's in the fucking boiling in a, in a big old pot, you know. And it was so bomb. So I had got the pollo dog, and dude, I ate the whole thing. Like slurped it up, like, you know, play the fucking bowl, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dude, I was like, yeah, you know. Started drinking again after that. Like to me, it was just a big old party, dude. Well, yeah, you're on vacation, bro. Yeah. That's how you look at it. But my lady's parents are when we have family, like. You know, her, my lady's mom is from Mexico. She, uh, her dad is from Mexico too. And her dad, when, when he met, uh, the mom, he actually brought her over and she was pregnant with my, with my lady. But in the long, in the long time or the long road, she, my lady's mom ended up getting her citizenship. She went and took the proper courses yeah, and she got sworn in. Now she's a, a full U S citizen. But your, your, they, your, they come your lady, from your lady's mom, my lady's mom. Yeah. Cause her dad passed uh, a few years ago, but they're, yeah, they're from Mexico too. And I've been to Rosarito where they had family that had bought properties down there. And I've met a lot of their family members, but majority of them are still down there. Zacatecas. And so my, in the farmland. And so that's where my lady's mom grew up. And she said there was like 18 of them, you know, but br- br- I don't know how many brothers and sisters, I don't know the yeah. ratio. But I hear these stories all the time, too, about, oh, you know, killing the cow right there. My lady went once with my, my oldest. Killing the goat right there. Yeah. Some birria. But as soon as you show up, they, they start cooking food. But the same oh, thing yeah, over dude. here, though. When they come to visit, they get their visas, and they come to visit. My lady be like, oh, so-and-so is exactly. here, so-and-so is here. We're going to barbecue this weekend. All right, look, cool. I like that you mentioned that. Like, like <clears throat> look, like, look. I know a lot of people had problems with our, like, last president, you know. I mean, dude, he kind of comes off pretty racist, you know. And, you know, he didn't want people migrating here illegally. So, illegal immigrants. Now, look. My parents migrated here migrated here legally. Like, Like you said, my parents, my dad had a green card. My mom told me stories about my dad. The way my dad got all his land, he built homes over there. My dad had a green card, but over there, I guess it was different where they let you come over here. Back in the days, it was different. So they let you come over here for like maybe six months, and then you got to go back. And then you come back, and you keep, but you keep going back and forth. And I guess after doing that for like a while, and you're not getting into trouble, then you get an extended green card, card or visa. Yeah, visa yeah. And that's what my parents did. Like, uh, like, you know my brother Joel, we were just talking about him. Mm-hmm. He's the only one in our family that was born in Mexico. And he migrated here illegally as a kid. Mm-hmm. He became a U.S. citizen, like you said. You, 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 it's like a hundred-question test. Mm-hmm. 
And my mom became a U.S. citizen too, though. Like, I remember when I was like third grade or fourth grade, my mom was like, Michael, you know, teach me, help me study, you know. And I was like, you know, as a little kid, you always want to, you know, your parents are like, you know, your heroes. And so I was mm. like, yeah, mom, I'll teach you. Like, look. And my mom passed, bro. Like, I remember the her first test. I knew, like, when it was. I still remember this as a little kid. It's crazy. Like, she, uh, like she, I was the only one that she told because I was helping her, you know. And I was like, mom, did you pass? And, like, I remember my mom was so hurt. And she was like, No. And, like, I was, like, fuck, you know. Like, I, I felt like I did a bad job of teaching her. And, like, I told my brothers, like, and my sister, like, hey, mom didn't pass. And my mom, like, scolded me, like, hey. You know, and I was, like, oh, shit. Like, she only told me, dude. Mm -hmm. And, like, my mom didn't want no one else How to old know. Were you? Like, I was, like, 10 or 11. Bro. Oh, yeah, you're so young. And I was, like, okay. And, like, the second time my mom passed. And I was, like, all happy for her. But, like, yeah, like. I agree with people migrating here illegally. Like, all these fucking caravans coming over here and these people thinking that. Getting they're just going to, like, yeah, like, that's really not cool, dude. Like, and, it, and, it, and it sucks for me to say this because I'm, I'm first-generation Mexican. Like I said, most of my family's in Mexico. But you don't see me bringing them over here illegally. But you know what I did with my mother-in-law, so it's kind of fucked up. But I did that for my son and for my lady. You know, like... Otherwise, I've never done that. But, like, I, I agree with doing shit the right way. Like, for example, like, let's say all these people in these caravans, these kids are going to, like, I don't know. I'm not even going to talk about it, dude, because I don't want to come off as, like, one of those guys, you know. So I'm, I'm, not, it, even, I'm it, not even going to talk about it, dude. It does suck, man. Like, I do feel for them because they're coming from villages yeah, that I are do. they're getting raped and murdered, yeah. the, the girls and... The children are going missing. I mean, it, it, it's getting pretty bad. But that's their own people, dude. So, like, th like I don't know. I don't know what you do about that. Like, yeah, me either. They, they need to, like, like I said, like, sometimes they don't even racism. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's human, like, instinct. Like, how are you guys, like, you guys are, like, it's like genocide against your own people, dude. Like, you know, like. They're animals. For example, like, look. In Mexico. It's crazy because I went to go get fried chicken at this spot. And I, I, I drove there with my son, my cousin. I'm like, hey, let's go get some fried chicken. I saw this spot, like, right before we turned here. My cousin's like, oh, I know this spot. Let's go. We go get some nice fried chicken. Boom, rice. Boom, bam, beans. And that next morning, like, at 7 in the morning, right in front of that chicken spot, some dude got blasted up, like, eight times. And over there in Mexico, the news is, like, right away, dude. Like, bam, stories out there. The newspaper's printed within, like, three hours, dude. It's crazy. And, like, you know, some of my cousins are showing. I was like, dude, I was just there the night before buying chicken. And I asked my cousins, I'm like, hey, man. Because one of my cousins is trying to be a mayor there. And he's, like, going to school to be a mayor. And, like, I have a lot of family there. They're, like, they got good jobs, you know. One of them's a cop. And uh, so, anyways, I asked him, hey, why did this guy get shot? Or, like, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, well, he was just in the wrong path. And I'm like, well, dude, that's what everyone says. Oh, estaban, estaban no man. I'm like, well, what's really going on, you know? You know, I want, that was one of the things I wanted to figure out, dude. And, like, those two bums I mentioned to you earlier in the beginning of our, when we were speaking, mm -hmm. I would have beers with them, like, almost every day because I'd go to my mom's. As soon as I'd wake up from the suite, I'd go to my mom's. But let's go to my mom's. She's going to make breakfast. And let's go chill there. How long was the drive? Oh, from my, from my hotel to my mom's, like, 10 minutes. Oh, okay. And it's only, there's only, like, one main road. 
there's like three main ra- main roads in that town and like so we just took one main road it, it's real close dude and uh so like i said my sister was there she had all her kids there so my son had people to play with and my son actually loved it over there dude he really did like you know he really did dude and he ate very well i was like kind of scared i was like dude the food but he ate very well but anyways back to this to these two bums that i'd see there so later when i started talking during the week they're like yeah man i asked him like what's going on like because one of my cousins there my cousin luis he came to the states for a while and he went back to mexico well he was shot killed there because he was selling drugs like first they shot him in the ass and they told him hey don't be selling drugs here and it's fucked up because that's his hometown right? like he, he was born and raised there so who the fuck are these motherfuckers telling you hey, you can't sell drugs here yeah. it's dudes trying to take over the town well they ended up killing him and I remember having a conversation with my cousin David like he was like Mike you know trust me dude and he's like I've had people like telling me like well you know what do you need you need some guns and, you know let's fucking go after these guys you know and it's like yeah but that's gonna it's not just it's a bunch of dudes you know, it's a bunch of dudes. It's not like it's just a little gang. No, it's it's like a military group, dude. And, like, when I got there, I knew I stood out. And that dude was like, yeah, man. Not like one of those bums mm-hmm. when we were drinking there. He's like, yeah, man, I thought you were one of those guys. And I was like, one of who? He's like, one of those guys that are coming or trying to take over. He's like, you, you look different. You know, you, you look, you know, like you're with money. And I was like, and, he's, and he was telling me a story about how, like, 12 local kids, you know, that were, like, kind of like a clique. Not kids, you know, like, in their 20s. They, like, got picked up and by, like, this fucking... These military fucking cartel guys, dude. They all got killed and, like, and left, like, in, like, an abandoned home. And, like, this guy's telling me, he's like, hey, man, that's, like, fucked up, dude. Like, you know, like, it's just a greed of money, you know? And, like, there's some dude that... not enough over there to go around. There's some dude out there that really wants to take over everything, dude. I don't want to say his name. And, like, I used to love his music. You know, I thought it was cool, you know, Michoacan, you know. Mm-hmm. But my cousins were like, fuck that dude, bro. Like, that fool wants to take over everything. Like, this ain't his town. Like, this is our town, dog. Like, and that's kind of one thing that scared me. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I got, like, that Marty McFly problem, you know, or, like, I don't let let no one call me chicken. I'm going to fucking flip out, dude. Yeah, I know, dog. I've been in situations with you, dog, and you fucking just, you know. You just don't, you know, don't bother me, and I won't bother you. Yeah, dude. And so, it it for me, too, it's the same way where when I go out or do things. Uh, even before I had tattoos, dude, it was just trouble was always there following me. You know, I, I just want to just relax, do my thing, and it's. You know, it, I'm just I'm happy that I'm still here and I'm still I'm still ticking, dude. Because yeah. all the all the scenarios I've been in, it it just uh, it just and everything that's happened with my brother, um, you know, you just don't know, man. You don't know what number you got. Yeah, man. Like that that's kind of my thing. Like when I was out there, I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna mind my business. And I told my lady, I was like, hey, babe, you know, we're gonna wake up early, have a great time, do everything. But as soon as it gets to be like nine, ten o'clock, we go. We're gonna be in our suite, chilling, cause they have a rooftop like restaurant. And I was like, we'll just have late night dinner up there, have some drinks. The baby will be with us. You know, we got like cable TV, everything. When I found out, I was like, we'll just chill. You know, cause 
last time I was there when I was like 15, 16, I was there with my brother Oscar, and I had to go because my parents caught me smoking weed in high school. They're like, they're going, everyone's going there. Like, no, you got to come with us. I remember my high school teachers were like, are, are your parents nuts? They're taking you on vacation for two weeks in the middle of the semester. Like, <laughs> I was like, sorry, I got to go, you know. And uh, I remember walking the streets with my brother like at midnight, one in the morning. And there's like, and I remember being like, you know, cool, feeling real comfortable, dude. And at that age, I remember seeing a guy on a bicycle hauling ass, like just maybe going like, dude, you know, going good. It's probably a workout for him. But they call him El Velador. And he basically rides around all the hoods, blowing a really faint whistle, like, psh, like almost like a dog whistle, mm. but you could hear it. And I was like, "What the fuck is that doing that?" Mm. And my brother was like, "That's the velador dog, like the guy that like watches the hoods, mm. like the guy that coos around, making sure no one's doing bad shit." You know, like so they don't have that guy doing that shit no more. And it's like, why? Because they because the nights are fucking they, dangerous they now, can't dude. Taking them out, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, dude, it, it's like. It's a lot different now. For me, like, my lady was tripping. She was like, Mike, are you going to take care of us? You know, her friends are telling her, don't take a lot of money. She said, I took 5000 over there, dude. Half in Mexican pesos and 2500 American dollar. And I was like, babe, don't worry about it. I was like, as soon as we get to my dad's hometown, I was like, I have family everywhere. And it's the truth. Like, she's like, wow. like you." Have yeah, a- but you just said in the beginning of the podcast, too, you said some of the family members, some of us showed us love. Some of them looked at us and. You know, in, in a different way, because I, I have examples, too, from my from my lady's mom stories, too, that you're absolutely right. We, we, they look at us like we're rich. Yeah, I've had I've had my lady's mom go to Mexico to visit her family and she would leave her suitcase there in the room and she would come back in her suitcase. She knows her suitcase was going through and she he was missing shirts. Oh, see, that won't, that like won't that. go around in my family's because like, my mom's house, my grandma lives there and her aunt. I mean, her sister and her brother. And, uh, no, that won't ever happen, dude. But, but. Do they ever call one of, one, of, one, of, one of my cousins, my brother told me the story. My brother Joel, the one you were driving, yeah. the one you were working with. He told me the story that one of my cousins went over there, like, with, like, 30 boxes of shoes. Like, hey, guys, look at my fucking shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. Not giving no one nothing, dog. <laughs> and then, like, he rolled up one day, but he's at my grandma's house. And it's not his house. You know, it's his mm-hmm. it's his grandma's house. They already passed away, so my aunt lives there, whatnot. Well, someone anyone ended up taking like some of his fucking shoes, and he's like, "Dude, who took my shoes?" And but me and some of my cousin, well, he's my cousin too, dude. Mm-hmm. But like just to show you, like there's like animosity in my family, and they were like, "Yeah, he's a fucking show off, dude. Good, he fucking took his shoes, you know." Because I'm not, I'm not a show off, dude. Like the first night I went there, I spent a thousand bucks, like, or like the second night, that second day when I threw that big party, that mm-hmm. was a grand, bro. I spent like, I had the music for like, dude, like seven hours. Here in that state, that would have been like, fuck, that would have been like four grand. Four grand. And over there, I, I spent a grand, including all the food, which was, uh, which was 20, which, which was 20 bit. kilos of food. I got like, I got like 10 kilos of like carne asada and like 10 kilos of adobada. It's like a seasoning on it. Yeah, it's like 40 pounds of meat. So like, and it was like, dude, I have videos of it. Like, I think I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like, one of the, the land that's in front of my aunt's house where we threw that party, my mom's like, Mike, if you, like, build on it, you can have it. You know, so I want to build on that land and have my own house there. You really want to be I'm there, older. though? 
like I'm, I want to go there like yeah monthly like now that my son's gone there like i'm going to take him every, every year and eventually i want to have my house there i need to buy mine here first but eventually i i mean my dad has land there i mean all my cousins are like dude fucking build on it dude like you know he's giving it to you like all my cousins how many people are in the town it. what's the population uh dude it, it's not that big dude Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody, dude. Like, like the guy that I was talking to, I was like, "Hey, well, do you know my cousin in the farmlands?" I go, "My cousin." Uh, I go, "You know my cousin Tonyo?" And he goes, "See, si? Tonyo Lopez, yo lo conozco. He's like, I used to work with him in the farmlands." I was like, "Yeah, that's my cousin." So like, yeah, everyone knows each other. Bro. How's the farmlands going over there? It's nice, dude. It's way different than here. Like, dude, when I went there, it was like the rainy season, but it would only rain at night. And at night, you'd get these gnarly thunderstorms, like, dude, loud. Because you're right by the ocean. No, no, no. We were more inland. That When, when, I, when I, I went to Seguantanejo, oh. which was a five-hour drive. From, okay. From, so we're like five hours inland, you know. like, uh, But, yeah, so I'll get to that where we went to Seguantanejo, which is beautiful, dude. Beautiful. The resorts, all you can eat, all you can drink, dog, like everything. Like, you don't waste any money there just for what... You know, your stay there, which is like like 250 per person. And then you get your room and then all you can eat there, which is awesome. But that was like the second half of my trip. My first half, it was just all family, like all family and like all like native like cooking. Because my mom's like a native lady, you know. And uh, Dude, it just trips me out, dude. Now that I really think about it, like, my lady was just tripping. She's, like, enjoying all the food, everything. And, like, me, for the most part, I just hung out with my god cousins. I'd be like, hey, babe, go with my mom. Go explore with my sister. Leave me the baby here. You know, I'd buy Mikey all sorts of toys. And me and my cousins, because they were working out at, at, on the guest house in the back. So I just chilled there with them. I grabbed some beers, some, like, you know, botanas of, like, dude. I got this, like, big old, like, olla, which is, like, a big old pot. With like freshly cut uh, fish, and they were all degutted. All the bones were taken out. They were like boiled, and like you eat it with the skin on and everything. Oh, dude! Like it was just a different living over there, dude. Like all people worry about is what their next meal is going to be. You know, like it's just different living. It's like a slower paced fucking living over there. But you got to work longer than and yours. harder, dude. Like some kids over there, they probably make like. 12 bucks a week no fucking joke dude like sad shit mm-hmm. and like like one of my my cousin well, when I used to go over there when I was younger I'd only hang out with like a certain family it was my dad's sister's family cause she had boys that were my age and I'd always hang out with them last time I was there we, I remember we just we, the only thing we'd be scared of was getting caught by the fucking cops having a beer on the street like, that's the only thing we were scared of. No, nothing with cartels, nothing. And my cousin, one of my cousins, he's two years older than me. He passed away in rehab over there. I remember I was on the phone with him, like, months before he passed. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go see you in January. But I was, like, five, six months late. I was just kind of lagging and getting my passport. And it sucked, you know. Like, I really wanted to see him. But I saw his kid. And, like, I gave his kid, I was like, you know, mijo, I know this isn't a lot, but, you know, here, I gave him 50 bucks, and he was like, dude, like, so stoked. I don't even think he knew how much it was, because he was telling people it was 100 bucks. 
I was like, no, it's fifty bucks. <laughs> you know, like he was just—he's probably—he's probably never held a fucking American dollar in his life. You know, and I was like, here, mijo, you know, not like most of my clothes I gave away before I left. Really? Yeah, like I was like, here, just keep my clothes. Like you know, I gave some of my shoes away, and it's just fucking—I don't know, man. It, I'm just glad that they know that I didn't forget that I just couldn't make it. You know, I was living my life well, over hard, here. Well, know? it's harder to survive over here. Yeah, just, exactly, it's just dude. as rough here than it is over there too. You're we're one pay, pay, you know. Some people are one paycheck away from living out in the street. Exactly, bro. Over I'm, there, they just you know, how I mean the weather. They could just sleep outside. I don't know how it is in the winter time, you know. But oh, it's really nice weather out there. Like I'm going back in January, and it's gonna be like it's like their warm season. January. It's weird, yeah. Like I. How like, hot does it get over like there? Like when think? it was summertime here, like when it was all hot here, it I was like in the rainy season over there, dude. Like, but like I said, it would it would only rain at night, and during the day it'd be like seventy eight degrees. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll take one. But so going back, so going back to my dad, right? So my dad, I'm I'm really proud of my dad. The fact that he like has nice land and like he he said my dad looking back at him, my dad was just such a responsible guy and my dad liked to drink. I drank with my dad. As soon as I was eighteen I used to drink with my dad. Fucking get drunk with my dad. I remember my dad telling me, I'm not only your dad. He would tell me, No no ma soy tu soy tu papá, soy tu amigo cabrón. He'd tell me like, you know, I'm your dad, yeah, but he, I'm your friend too You know I have mm-hmm. pistols with my dad dog <sighs> She fucks me up dog Do you think He left there To come to America To make a To make a better Future for you guys I, I know he did You know And like With that being said too Like My dad Spent most of his life Here in the states Like he He like Came over here When he was young Like Like quarantined with my mom When he was like 17 16 because my dad was 22 when he married my mom. My mom was 16. And, uh... So my dad came over here, you know, to make a better life. But my cousins told me, I was like, dude, my dad, like, never learned English, you know. Mm-hmm. Never learned English. All those years here. And my cousins went over there, too, like, followed my dad up there, you know. And, and but they came back because they had families in Mexico. So they made their thousands in U.S., Went back to Mexico, built their homes, and just have a nice living there, you know? And when I went back, they were like, yeah, Mike, I remember your dad telling me, like, fuck that puro español, like, puro mexicano. He's like, I understand English. Then my dad would say, like, I understand it, but I don't want to learn how to speak it. And I remember my dad, when I was a kid, uh, it's funny. He went to go get tutored to go to, uh, to learn how to speak English with my cousin and my mom, not my cousin, my uncle and my mom and my aunt. And uh, and they were like making fun of my dad, like, oh, like, you know, you couldn't say it. Like, you know, the, I guess the teacher was like, no, you say it like this. And my dad would be like, I don't know how to say it, you know, mm-hmm. or like shy and shit. Because I'm shy, so I'm assuming my dad was shy. And my uncle was like, oh, she likes you, Alfredo, the teacher likes you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and my dad's all fucking, like, shit. I, like, my dad's probably like, fuck that, I ain't going no more, dude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, funny to think about now, but, like, uh, like I don't know, dude. 
I just get like I kind of what's that saying like I wear my emotions on my sleeve or some shit yeah I'm like dude sometimes I get really mad and I want to fight even though I don't like to fight like dude I just can't hold back or like sometimes I'll just like start crying like sometimes my lady will be looking at me I'll hear a song and she's like are you crying I'll be like yeah yeah I do that I too can't, I, can't, lady, I like... can't hold it back dude my cousin came over on Friday night one of my cousins that uh that I used to grow up with and uh, I'm trying to get him on the podcast and he's uh finally called he called me he goes hey primo I could come over now my, my youngest just finished his vaccination status uh his son had uh, underlining health issues which is understandable you know especially yeah. because it's your you know that's your youngest they're high kid. risk you got your, they're high risk very high risk and so he came over and we hung out and we had beers and you know, we talked a lot. We we caught up over the years, and you know, we were you know, why didn't we hang out? Why we not? I said, I'm glad we didn't hang out. I go because who knows what would have happened with 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 both of us? You know, yeah, uh, doing things. Uh, but he, uh, you know, we 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 start talking about my brother, and you know, and I cried. But you know, sometimes I'm at home, and and I'll be in the backyard, and like you said, a song will come on, and I'll cry. And my lady comes in, like, what is wrong? What's going on? You know, it's like, what the fuck? You know, let, yeah. let me let me just have a moment, you know? like. And those are, be... those are good moments, dude. It's okay to hurt. Yeah, dude. It's okay to cry, man. I mean, people that hold it in and just they have no emotion, and that that's what's scary about it. Yeah. You, you have to be able, like, on this podcast, I come in, and, and I let my emotions out. And I tell people what I've been going through and everything from, you know, COVID, going through COVID, having my my parents and almost die, my brother pass, and talking about, you know, in the beginning of my podcast, how, you know, I got off of pills and yeah, I do wear my, my emotions on the sleeve and that's okay, man. We have to be open. Yeah, we have Society to. Society keep, keep, tells us to keep it all hidden. No, oh, dude. Except for that one guy, you remember that? I, I think I saw it on ESPN uh, the other day. That dude, that that coach, that NCAA basketball coach. I think his name was like oh, Coach yeah. V or something, or I think he was the coach of like New Mexico State or something. Yeah. And he has that inspirational speech where he's like, "If you laugh and you cry and like in one day, he's like, that's a hell of a day, you know? Like, it's good to let your emotions out, dude. I mean." I think I, I kind of get teary eyed almost every day, dude. I don't know if it's you know because mm-hmm. I played football for so long. It's like a CTE thing. CTE, or, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you know, I kind of shed a tear almost every day. Whether it's just thinking about my dad or thinking about just like weird shit the way I grew up, you know, like like you know, which is why I kind of try to give my kid like a good life. Like I kind of had some fucked up experiences. You know, well, that's what we do, man. We we try to build upon what our parents provided for us. Yeah, we want exactly. to build on that. Your dad wanted you have a better life, a better chance at, at being successful at something, and he did it. He took that journey, came across, and you know he took that chance. Like I always tell people, take a chance. Columbus did. And, and he took and a that chance. Me out, dog. My dad took a chance and came over here probably with like not a lot of money and found a way, dude. Without even really being able to speak English very well. And my dad had a union job, bro. He 
He worked at Bridgeford. You ever see that Bridgeford company sign on the ninety one? Yeah, my dad. Uh, my worked grandma there. lived right off that freeway. My dad had a heart attack there at work, and like he had a cardiac arrest. They revived him. This is back in September seventh, two thousand twelve. Right now, my dad's in the hospital with COVID. Yeah, oh, my, shit, my dad has it. My dad has a trach, and uh, he's on a ventilator right now. He was at eighty percent. Now he's down to like thirty. Okay. And we want to get him back home because my mom has like an ICU unit, at her house, and there's two nurses that go there, eight hours each to take take care of my dad. And uh, how, how for, do- for some fucking reason, this fucking doctor doesn't like want to let him go back to my mom's like. And I'm really like, bro, like, he's been at my mom's for, like, five years. I don't know if it's, like, because my mom's not vaccinated or I don't know what his his uh, deal is. But my sister appealed it because they wanted to send him to a long-term care facility. Mm-hmm. My sister appealed it, and that's kind of, like, the issue we're going through right now. But I still stay positive, dude, because, you know, sometimes sadness don't bring nothing good to you, you know. So I stay positive, and I have faith in the Lord. And, I yeah. know that no matter what happens, there will be a place where I see my dad, like, healthy, and I'll be shaking his hand and giving him a hug and shit. It just sucks because you guys can't even see him, right? I, I can't go see him because I'm not vaccinated. So, the only way you go see him is if you're vaccinated. Really? Yeah. So they changed the rules. They used to be if you had COVID, you can't go. Or he doesn't have COVID no more. No, more. no he tested uh, negative. negative. But he's if I was, on, but if I was vaccinated, I'd, I'd be able to go see him. And I'm not, you know, like, I, I, it's not that, look, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, look, ever since this bullshit came out, this COVID, I believe in it. I really do. Like I said, your brother passed away. I have my compa's mom passed away. Uh, there's a guy at my wife's beauty salon. He passed away. I know people that have passed away, but I've never, I haven't gotten sick. I, I, I haven't, ever since that came out, I haven't gotten sick. I've had like a slight cold that my son gave me. Maybe that was it. But I've never had, like, nothing, dude, like, you know. And I'm not the healthiest person, dude, you know. I, I, I fucking party. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not here to bullshit. You know, when I, you know, once I'm on my own time, you know, I like to drink. I like to smoke. Sometimes I'll do a bit of a little blow, too, on on a blue moon. You know. And I, I, I haven't <laughs> got sick. I, I just think, you know, the Lord is on my side. I was side. the same I'm way. Young. I was like, I haven't got sick. I'm not. And then I got sick. I go, fuck that. I'm not missing three work three but weeks see, of worth of work, dog. I looked at it this way. I'm not getting sick like that again, and I'm not losing money like I did. It's disgusting, and I know people get it get it twice. I'm not gonna play those games. I'm not gonna are you I'm vaccinated? not gonna gamble. Yeah, everybody is. Fuck's Whole me, family, bro. dog. I'm not I'm not doing that, dude. I'm not well, going through look, that again. Well, I whipped well, through did, so did your kids drops. have to get vaccinated or did they send your kids got to now or something? Oh, my to kids school? are vaccinated too, dog. No way, dog. I might well, see aunt. look, this is what I told my lady. I go, look, babe. I go, look, if Mike goes to school, my son Mikey, I go, they're gonna make his ass get vaccinated. Five years old, they're already saying you gotta get vaccinated. I go, so we're gonna get hit at him, get vaccinated, but not us. I go, if my son needs to get vaccinated, I'm gonna get fucking vaccinated yeah. too. Well look at he's gonna be a a, a, a around bunch of kids. That are always sick. My kids would always come home sick. Every week, someone went sick or having the sniffles. I mean, the, the, once you get out there and, and the kids, you know how kids are. Yeah, hey, dog, dude. I, I took my <laughs> Look, let me tell you a story. Just one. Okay, it doesn't mean this is how it is for every kid. 
who gets COVID, but my aunt, or yeah, my aunt's grandson, five years old, got COVID. Right, the whole family got COVID. They they all lived together. Yeah. That five year old ended up getting hospitalized. It got so bad. Oh shit, dude. He got oh, he no. got he when he they released him. He ended up being a type two diabetic. And now, so now he's so a type his two health, diabetic. His health got worse. Well, he was five years old. Yeah, it's it almost like it speeds up it time. Messed up his sugars or sugar yeah, he's type or? two diabetic. And so we just that's don't so sad, know. Though. We don't know what it's doing. That's a, that's why they call it novel. Dog, look, look, look. Let's go it's, back. It's let's a, go back to where. The, let's go back to where this shit came from. Look, I understand, bro. Look, why there's so much hate for that community where it came from. I'm not even gonna say that their fucking name. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of hate going towards that community. Like, dog. Okay. Look, I've seen. I've seen myself be like. I saw myself thinking evil, dude. Like, oh, my dad's in the hospital. I was like, fuck, God, you know, like, why? You know, and I'm like, no, no, Lord, help me, you know. I just say no one's fault, dog, you know. We're all going through it. It's part of, you know, life or whatever. And when I say it's part of life, well, who knows what life really is, you know. It's part of life. To me, it's just a game we're playing, and I'm trying to make as much money as I can so that my children won't have to work or do nothing, you know. Yeah, it's it's a crazy uh, it's a crazy virus. It's airborne. It is, dude, and airborne. it keeps mutating. You just yeah, it's mutated. You just don't know what it's gonna do to every person. Some people can blow through it and don't even realize they have it. Some people can get it, be sick for a few days, but the standard tier is people are sick. There's a there's a, a timeline. There's a timeline they they give you a. The Orange County Health Agency called me, and they gave me the timeline. And they, I heard they it, told though. me, And I went through the whole thing. My, my sister told me, she's yeah. like, our dad's like five days behind mom. I yeah. I like, what? This is going to get worse? And I'm like, dude. Yeah. And my dad was running like 102 fever. And like, my dad's mm-hmm. already high risk, My dog. fever, yeah. And my dad's getting better, dog. That's what chips me out. Dude. Like, dude, he's so They strong. probably get in a monoclonal antibodies. Have you asked? I don't know. I, I tried asking to ask him. What, what hospital he, was he, he at? He had pneumonia, dude. What hospital was he at? Yeah, my dad did too, and my mom. He's at the one. Do you have him at the? You know where we go take our? You know where we go take our? Uh, Concentra, like yeah. at that hospital near there. That one's a good one. So I would have don't to go, go to Anaheim Memorial. I would dude. have to That's go where see. My dad went. I would have to go see my dad like from the window outside, like because I couldn't go in there. So the nurses would open up the blinds, and I'd fucking see my dad through the window. You know, I'd be like, "Hey, dad!" Like knocking on it on the window and shit. This is just a horrible experience for anyone to go through, dude. So I understand, like, the hate. Did your that... dad able to communicate? He could hear, like, when he hears my voice, he'd be like, ah, ah, ah. Like, he knows it's me. Okay, okay. But he's so medicated up that he can't really speak because he has a lot of seizures. Basically, dude, he, he suffered anoxic brain injury during his cardiac arrest because they weren't giving him CPR as soon as he had his heart attack. And so he has a really bad brain injury. A lot of his... I've, dude, I researched it all, dude. I, like, dude. Mm-hmm. I was, like, considered myself, like, a fucking doctor already after all that shit. A Google doctor, dog. Mm-hmm. A YouTube doctor. So, once my dad was that, I knew that his, his brain wasn't going to recuperate. So, he's kind of in that state. He's not in a vegetative state because people are in a vegetative state. They can't respond. They're just there. My dad responds, bro. Like, when I put music on, my dad will start crying. Or, like, when I tell him, hey, dad. Like, I still need you, Dad. Like, I still need you to yell at me, Dad. I'm fucking up. You know, when I go over there all drunk. Mm-hmm. 
and he'll start crying, dog. And my mom will be like, don't do that to your dad, you know? And I'm like, mom, but I still need my dad, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking, so he knows what's going on, dude, you know? But it's kind of a miracle, you know? Like, because he was in a vegetative state for like a month. And then he, like, somewhere he just, like, snapped out of it. And he was, like, asking for all of us. And, like, nurses told us, like, well, that's a miracle. Like, someone must have really been, been praying for him. Because mm. they've never seen someone, like, snap out of that vegetative you, state. Do you guys ever try, like, remedies, vitamins? Anything yeah, my, mom, yeah, my mom tried it all. My mom okay. spent a lot of money. And that's kind of like, remember last time I was here, we were talking about church. I don't know how they kind of take your money and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like, and this is bad for me to say this again, like, my mom would scold me again. But I feel like, like I said, it's great that my mom, I, I think it's great that my mom found the Lord. And, and I love seeing my mom that way, like I said last time. But I, I feel like Christian, Christian. Re- reborn Christian. Nice. I kind of feel like these people exploited that in my mom, you know, like they knew my mom needed like prayer. And they knew what situation she was in, what situation my dad was in. They suck you in, in. And they want ties. They suck you in. They want ties and they want money. Give us 10%. Dude, oh. my, mom, my mom makes like fucking like three grand a week. How much the fuck do you want her? To, do you want her, you want her to give you ten, three hundred bucks a week? Like, come on, What's your dude. mom do for work? I know she made that much. Well, you know they 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 got their own. Like my mom used to have like their own little like business and, but like most okay. of the money she gets now is through my dad's pension. Okay. You know and, and all his shit, his insurance and all that stuff. But like that's kind of how I felt. But like I said, hey. I guess it's a give and take. Hey, you give us money, and we'll give you, you know, the comfort and the Lord. When that stuff should just be free. If you want to give money, you just do it. If you don't you? Don't. Yeah, I got my opinion on on, on churches like that, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. Today. Yeah, let's not go there, dude. Yeah, I'm, I won't go there today. But they they do. People do need the help when when they need. Yeah. And and they're there. I've seen it multiple times, especially with my brother's death, and they. Look, I believe in the Lord and everything's good. I just feel like certain people take advantage of that, bro. And they take advantage of, like... Like, you ever seen that movie? Um, it's with Denzel Washington, dog. Uh, Denzel Washington. Training Day? No, 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 no. The Book of Eli. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, takes place, <laughs> it takes place like an old time, and they can't find the Bible. And then that dude's like, with this book... We can control it like everybody. He's like chipping, oh, and, yeah. and and then there's people like that, bro, like that that want to use the book in a bad way. Remember, Denzel didn't want to give it to him. Yeah, and like I like I don't even know how this movie popped into my head, but like I think that people exploit it, you know, for their like, own for their own benefit. For their own benefit. Oh, of course. Uh, you know, and that's not cool at all, bro. But like my mom says, like I've told my mom, is like Mike, let the Lord judge them. You know, let the Lord judge him, and the Lord will judge me. You know, like, you know what, you're right, mom. Like, I'm sorry for telling you not to give him money. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I, like, you know, my mom's always right. She uh, just always knows what to say. Mom, you know? well, I'm happy your mom's at peace, man. Yeah, dude. Me too. She, she me seems too. like a very strong woman. She is, dude. I, my, my mom, my, my chick tells me, she's like, well, my, your mom's been by, like, your dad's side for seven years. She's like, that's love. She's then, like, that's love. Because she sees her parents 
And like her dad was like my chick's parents. No, I'm not even gonna talk about it because my yeah, chick's gonna no, hear this yeah. shit. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna touch base on that. But she tells me like, like that's real love, dude. And like, and my mom had a conversation with us. We went to her house this past weekend because she was sick with COVID. My mom was really sick. How's she, she doing? She's what better day is she now. on? She's better now. She just stayed at home, dog. She knew. Well, no, what she, day is she on? Now? Oh, she's like a weekend. She's like ten days past that shit. But dude, like she couldn't talk. Like she like hurt. I guess she said that when she coughed, she had a real bad headache. And like, well, she got better now. She's like, see, Mike, the Lord helped me through this. She's like, we don't need to what get vaccinated. She She's what, like, what? we don't need to get vaccinated because my mom's like, oh, dude, I don't need... my mom doesn't pay attention to news, dog. But she's just against the fucking vaccination. And, I'm like, and I told her, I go, mom. Is that the church telling her that or no? I don't know, but I'm like, mom. Ask her. I she's like, know. she's like, I just, she's like, but this is my mom. She's like, I mm-hmm. just have faith in the Lord. And, you know, and I'm like, Mom, but this virus doesn't care who your Lord is. You know, like, we need to do our part. Like, it, it, I told her, I told my mom like this. I go, okay, Mom, it'd be like this. If I'm going to stand in front of a bus, I'm going to be like, uh, my Lord's going to take me out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking, no, I got to get out of the way. This mm-hmm. bus is going to fucking hit me. Well, my brother thought the same way. He, he my, my brother, people know my brother was celibate. He's never drank, never smoked. That's he he followed the word of God to a T. Golly, bro. And he was not scared of COVID, didn't believe in the vaccine, and he didn't wake up. The Lord, the Lord, and just that, believe and in the Lord, dog. Yes, yes. But the Lord don't care, dog. I mean, no, not the Lord. The virus don't care who your Lord is, dog. Like mm-hmm. this virus is bad, dog. Or I don't know, I don't know. Because you can easily be like, Lord, why, why? Like, dude, what's the what was the reason behind that? At one point, do you say, okay, I do have faith in god but i also have to believe in science i have to believe in what you've provided for me on this earth that i can research and make make things to to help with with the diseases my post is just not do something like that and go oh well dude we need science dog like look 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 okay this is i mean dude like back in the spanish flu back in the early 1900s we need science dude we need smart men, but I think that the Lord touches those people somehow, dude, to come up with this shit. Because how do you come up with, hey, like I heard that the first guy that was, that created vaccines, that he was just like, oh, I think it was polio or something. Like I was listening to something because I listen to a lot of books when I go to bed. And uh, and the guy, I was listening to the story about the first guy that made vaccines. I, th- I think it was polio. I may be wrong, but he was like giving it to his kids. You know, like, oh, you know, like. That guy had to have been touched by the Lord or some well, you just higher build, you power. Build, you build upon to have research. You how, build how, do upon you, research. how do you come up with that? You build upon the research. That's but, why you go to college and you learn extensively. I know people, oh, college, you don't need college. Okay, yeah, you need college yeah, you if you want to create something that hasn't been created yet. You like, need like, to build upon the 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 language that's already there like as far yeah, as Yeah, you need English, to keep going. You need to keep like, extending. You got, it. Yeah, you keep extending it because you never know that gifted one might come and just they got kids that are like 2 years old that can solve all kinds of Yeah, like, dude, dude, I was I, I was seeing some dude. shit like that. I'm like, "How does that happen?" You dude? just don't know. There's the people that are touched by the Lord or like that that's why like like I said like like look or who, who said this, dude? I was like, "What?" Like that dude, that that dude that's gonna fight in the next UFC bout, dude. I was watching the UFC this past weekend. That guy Olvera, dog. Yeah, Olvera. He said that he couldn't. That as a kid, he like couldn't walk right, and like they told him that he wasn't gonna live long. And he's like, dude, all my faith is in the Lord. You get these dudes that have so much faith, 
and do like these amazing things that even doctors tell them they, they're not going to do. And like, those are things that you can't deny. And those aren't like, that's like, I don't even think that's science. You know, it's weird. It's like this world is weird, bro. Yeah, it's, it's the power of faith, I think, can do a lot uh, real good, bro. Because, like I said, when hey, I was man, I got faith tatted in my hand, well, I, I, I have faith, faith is strong. But I also dog. have to be smart, too. Yeah, use and, your and own, use your own, wise. use your own shit, dog. Your own brain, you know. When I, when I got off of pills, dude, and I had to get on medication to get off of pills, I was praying, I was, I was got on my knees crying thinking I was going to have a miracle and I was going to withdraw and have all these problems and it didn't work okay and I knew that I couldn't just sit there and just continue to ask for that for that healing I knew that hey I got to do my part too and part of my part was to be able to get up find the right doctor find the right person that I, that can counsel me and, and get through the situation and you're not talking about a week or two weeks to get out of this, something that you were doing for years. It's going to take it. I had to learn it's going to, it was going to take years, but I still had the faith. I still had that yeah, faith, but I also had to do my part. And I think that's where people mess up is they want to sit there and wait for that bird to come put food in your mouth for you. You know, well, you waiting for the right faith, job, right? Uh, uh, but you got to do your part. Yeah, You got to have faith and you got to work hard, dog. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, like, and you can't have all sorts of faith and just sit there, dog. Like, you got to have faith and have faith in what you're doing mm -hmm. to accomplish whatever goal it is. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, dog. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. Whether it is to to overcome cancer, whether it's to, like, uh, figure out, you know, the DNA, whatever. Like, all those people, dog. Like, you know, that figured out all these amazing things. Like, they've had to have had, like, dude, like, when I was up on that plane, I started tripping out. I'm all, dude, how the hell am I? How does this plane even work? I'm like, I know it's got these big old engines, but how the hell are we up here? Mm -hmm. Like, I start tripping myself out. Mm -hmm. To this day, I ask myself that shit. Like, how does a plane really work? Uh, they're Bentley engines. Dude, I'm like, I'm big way up engines. here. Uh, I think it's like four. Each like, that's different. that's amazing, dog. To me, like, when I'm like, dude, this is some amazing shit. No, they've been doing it for many years. Yeah. Well, yeah, but still, to this day, that's amazing, I'm dog. still scared to fly, though. I'm Me just, too, dog. Like, people go to Hawaii, like, no problem. Like, if this plane lands in the ocean, I'm fucking, that's a horrible way to die. See, that's the thing I told my lady. We're going to go in August to Hawaii. And that dude's like, okay, when I go to Mexico, we're flying over land. You know, that's, the, dude, I get scared of flying over, like, I'd be scared of flying over the deep blue, dude. I don't know why, dog. I just fuck. I don't That's when you just have faith. And it's like no difference. I'm going to die either way. But I'm just like, no, not the deep blue, dude. It never happens, but, you know, you have faith in technology. Yeah. That's a trip, dude. Like, a lot, a lot of things, like, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, but. Well, that's how podcasts are. Some people want yeah, to be structured and. That's a conversation, man. It's a conversation uh, we have at the bars. We, we bounce back and forth. You're getting better, man. It's your second part, bro. Yeah, dog. I know there's a lot of... I, I, had, I, had, I had notes for our second podcast, but I didn't bring it. So maybe we'll do that for the third podcast. Yeah, we'll do it for I, the I know there's podcast. a lot of things I've left out. Like, uh, just there's a lot of things I've left out. But a lot of things like in Mexico that I did that I haven't said. Like, a lot of things that... Well, let's like, say, maybe let's, I can't say, like, because if I go next time, they might fucking kill my ass. Yeah, you know, well, let's like, save your let's save your your stuff because we didn't even talk about your brother-in-law. Exactly, dude. And that's how we'll start the next podcast, and to just intrigue your listeners. 
Um, if you guys want to get a, a jump start on our next podcast, well, my brother-in-law was murdered in Porter Ranch. Uh, he was murdered along with two of his friends. It was all over the news. Um, it's my sister's husband. He died when my niece was like two weeks old. And that really fucked me up. Because before the cops told us that he was dead, I knew the house he was at. I saw his car on ABC News, NBC News, CBS News, Fox News. I saw his car there on every fucking... And if you know where Porter Ranch is, there's like U.S. representatives that live in that neighborhood he was at. And if you just Google three murdered in Porter Ranch, well, my brother-in-law is Benny Lopez. And they'll tell you everything, why he was killed and, and all that stuff. And that's kind of like something I've tried to shy away from because I have that access. And that could be someone really important. I've talked to my mom about it. My mom's like, I've had real deep conversations with the family in Mexico, everything. Something that I kind of been scared to like talk about be open about but i think it's time man we need to take this fucking podcast to the next level and i have receipts for everything i'm saying i, <laughs> I sound, don't know what he said i, I just sound, went to the restroom what'd you do man what'd you say uh, you're gonna have to listen i'm just i'm just <laughs> i just want your the listeners to maybe like i said our next podcast we're gonna talk about my brother-in-law and my whole other side of my life some people are shocked that I speak English and some people are shocked that I speak Spanish. Like, just the whole thing. Well, listen, uh, how I'm I, kind of a chameleon. And we'll, we'll explore that on the next Well, we'll get, you, we'll get you back on again. Once again, Mike, thank you for coming on. I know it's, it's such short notice. You know, it, it's, it's going good. Yeah, man, you go use the restroom. I'm going to shut it down, man. So once Thanks. again, uh, listen, guys, if you guys want to be on a show, you can hit me up at the Raider and a Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and a Saint at Outlook.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, under The Raider and The Saint. If you guys want to sponsor, promote, advertise, got recommendations or even questions or concerns, you guys can uh, hit me up there. Once again, I love you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Be cool with one another. Love one another. Enjoy the time with your loved ones because you – we just don't know, man, when it, when it's our time. So once again, I love you guys, and you guys have a blessed week. All right? Peace.